talk show. Hi there, my name is Susie Warren-Smith and for the next 30 minutes we're going to be talking all things food and drink. Drink in particular. I'm joined by my fellow presenter AJ Sharp who is stealing herself. She's a taste expert, judge for the Great Taste Awards, loads of other awards, food writer and MD of Shop Relations. Hello. Food and Drink PR Company. Why are you stealing yourself, AJ? Come on, confess. I confess. I, I had a very bad evening at university and it involved a lot of probably very cheap tequila. Um, so you're a little bit worried because today I'm, is I'm a little bit worried tequila day. It is tequila day, but the smells and aromas coming off the bottles in front of me do not smell anything ah, like what I remember. Good. That's good. We're also joined by Jane Payton, who is she just is a great palate, qualified beer sommelier, the UK's first sommelier, and a food writer. Tequila isn't your thing, but you're interested to learn more today. I am. I'm always interested to learn about alcoholic drinks and acquaint myself with acquaint them. Acquaint yourself. Now, I do love a mezcal neat. Okay. I love that smokiness that you get with it. So hopefully we've got some mezcal to titivate my I taste. I have with. got some mezcal for you. Right. And I really want to taste these wonderful tequilas as well, because like AJ, I think we've all had that that experience, haven't we, of cheap tequila. So you were telling me it. before we went on air about why... You would be put off uh, if you've tasted something. Why? Why is that? Explain to me, because we've all in our lives probably had one occasion where we're put off by a certain. That's right, just one, just one, just one. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> just one. but generally, it's just everybody goes, "Oh no, I don't, I don't drink sambuca whatever or whatever." Yeah, 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 yeah. It's because the sense of smell travels along the limbic system to the brain, and that part of the brain is where memories are formed. And then next door to each other, those sensory experiences. And so we smell something and it goes right along the limbic system and it hits the brain and that memory is triggered by it. If it's a bad memory, it's like, oh my goodness, no. If it's a good memory, it's like, oh, it smells like my grandma's perfume. And, and it, these smell memories last for forever. You know, where you can smell something. The smell is very evocative of, of something. Mm. And it's our most powerful sense as well, the sense of smell. Because so. um, my, my grandma used to live downstairs in this hovel in London. And then upstairs there's this, um, this couple called Rube, Ruby and Jack. And she used to, on a Sunday, we used to go and visit her. I think my nan was trying to get us out of the kitchen. Um, and she used to boil her cabbage in water for oh, at least an hour. And oh. the smell... Oh, it still stays with me. So I've got real, but that's because because smell memories are so so, so, powerful. so strong, so powerful. Yeah. Well, I can't say I'm smelling anything particularly at the moment, but I expect to. Now we're going to talk tequila uh, today, and probably if we've got a bit of time, a bit about mezcal. We have two experts who are going to tell us all about tequila because we're not we're not great experts. Um, so I'm hoping to learn a lot. So welcome to Elise Som. Hiya. 
How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you for having me on the it's show. It's a pleasure. Now, your brand is Magenta? It's pronounced Mijenta. Of course it is. <laughs> it's Put me right in my place. Actually, Mijenta, it's... it's, it's um, it's um, inspiration behind the Spanish words, mi gente, my people, so my group of friends. Very exciting. So we're going to talk to you in a minute. And then Paul Hayes from Vivir Tequila. Hi, Paul. Hi. You've got three of your, your Vivir uh, uh, tequilas here. One I'm very familiar with, and your bottles are distinct because half is clear and then half is, is, is sort of enameled or however you wish to describe it. So the one I the one I use is the one that's got white. I have never seen the one that's that's half black. Why is that? It's because it sells out, doesn't it? It sells very quickly, yeah. On Echo, it's uh yeah, it's quite a special liquid. Um and it takes quite a while to age. So as that sold out faster, especially through the, the pandemic, we then had to wait for the aging, which is why it's it's quite a rarity in the UK at the moment. Well, but we're very honoured. Um you had trouble sourcing some, even though you actually make it yourself. Yeah, didn't you? Yeah, it's it's literally my favourite drink in the world and I haven't had it probably in about three months or so. You can't find it anywhere. No, no. I was very, very lucky to find that the other day, that bottle. Yeah. So, Paul, um, just to start with you, c can you tell us uh, what tequila is? What's it's made from? Sure, yeah. It's um, it's actually the most protected alcohol in the world, pretty much, even more so than like, sort of champagne and cognac. It's um, it's from Mexico. It has to be made in the uh, Jalisco region. Um, it's made from Weber Blue agave, uh, specifically. So there's obviously there's many different agave types, but, but tequila has to be made from, from Weber Blue. It gets grown, farmed in that Jalisco region. Um, and yes, it's distilled, fermented and, and turned into, into tequila from the actual sugars. And so Elise, what is that agave plant? What, is, what does it look like? How, how, is it, it a big thing? Like, is it, yes, what is it's, it? it could be once it becomes, um, once we harvest it at maturity, usually around six, seven years old, it looks like a huge, a huge flower, mm. a, a little bit of a mix of a flower and a cactus or a lotus flower with very pointy tips. It's a perfectly green and blue, the reason why we call it the blue Weber agave. It's a beautiful, majestic plant. Could be quite tall, yes. And it has a huge piña in the middle, what we yeah. call the piñas, the, the center, which is what we harvest for tequila. It looks almost like a giant aloe vera plant. That's the best way I describe it. And you have these huge leaves that come off in all directions. Um, and they're taken off in the field. So ojimadors so out there will have what's called a koa, which kind of looks like a spade, but with very sharp edges. And you remove those leaves out in the field. You then have what's left is the piña, which is the pineapple, the, the center, the heart of the agave. And that's where all the sugars form um, over that, that, that long period of time. Um, and that's what you will take back to your distillery and you'll chop it up and throw it into your, your ovens. Uh, you'll roast that. And that's where you get the syrup. That's where agave syrup from yeah tell us where you know how you got to make tequila uh we, we came out middle of 2019 so just before a global pandemic which is ideal i knew nothing about tequila and you nothing about any agave or anything to make tequila you use the syrup correct uh, yes. so that's the stuff that gets you know sort of baked a syrup evolves out of that and that's what you you bottle so to speak to, to do the base of your tequila yeah that's right that's right so um much like any alcohol, it's, it's the sugars that you, you distill, um, yep. you ferment, and that's what you convert into alcohol. And in the case of tequila, it's the sugars from the actual agave, so the agave syrup itself. And that's what gives it the distinct flavor. That's why it's so unique in its nature. And it's quite unique in, in uh, alcohol as a whole. Um, you'll have your your gins and things like that, which you tend to add your flavors to, add your botanicals to, or mm. you'll have your, your whiskies, which tends to be the aging process. That's where it gets most of its profile from. Whereas a tequila, its profile comes from the plant. That's why I always sort of relate it to 
to cognacs or even, more like even wine wines. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, that. Exactly absolutely. that. Yeah. We look at every single part of our, our production, um, our harvesting, our growth, everything to try and be as sustainable as possible. Um, we know we can be better, obviously, and, and we always try to be better in every everything we do. But yeah, it's it's core to our, our true beliefs. So <laughs> shall we try some of yours first? We have the lovely Isabella in the studio because we have so many things to try. We, we're so worried about we're going to knock it all over the, the uh, studio equipment. Um, what one do you suggest we taste first, Elise? The I Blanco? Think we should try it, yes. Let's start with the Blanco. So this is Tequila Blanco. Tell us a little bit about it and its taste profile. Um, Just the I tiniest bit here, I, Isabella. <laughs> We've got quite a lot to taste. <laughs> I'm going to let you discover the taste profile. When okay, I'm well, we'll put Jane on the spot for that because she's a yes. drinks person. <laughs> so uh, should we be able to smell anything? See, yes. that's the distinctive smell and, of tequila you know, you for me. Can you might not be able to do that, AJ, after your incidences you. when you're at university. But I love the smell of tequila. You know, we, we've been doing some rum tastings and whiskey tastings. And you always smell alcohol. With For me, what Thank I smell you. with tequila, I always smell that vanilla sort yes. of. It's lovely. Yes. And, you know, you smell really distinct flavours if you um, smell at different pla- um, space around your glass. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've always noticed that whenever I'm um, kind of trying to take in the aromas from a drink, if I put my head on one side, <laughs> the aromas come in in a different, different way. Yes, absolutely. The distinct taste of tequila. And you Jane, know, tell us. It's quite creamy, actually, on the yeah. Very mouth, creamy. Isn't it? <laughs> trying to decide what the aroma is, and I'm having a bit of a struggle. It could be earthy, possibly, but I'm not sure. It's a little bit of vanilla to me. It's vanilla to me, too. Fish and chips for lunch or something, you can't smell anything. <laughs> <laughs> almost, actually. But there is an earthiness yeah, to it. I, I know what you mean. Paul, have you got any thoughts on that? Yeah, I get slight vegetal notes in there as well. Hmm. Slight bit of cucumber, I'd say. Mm. It's really smooth, isn't it? You don't get that very do you? With That's a lot like of tequila. cheap, yeah. cheap spirits, you get a lovely, just, oh, it's just warming rather than burning. Elise, tell us. Yes. So, you know, and I think that the flavors, be, you know, belongs to all of us. If, if you smell vanilla, you smell cucumber, um, you feel cucumber. What is important to say is that our tequila has no additive. So whatever you, 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 you taste on, on the, it really comes from only the planters, no caramel added, no sugar, no glycerin. So mm-hmm. it's really just the plant. Yeah. And that's what you're getting. Okay. So let's compare that to the next one. Uh, Isabella, if you don't mind, um, what have we got here? So now we're tasting the Mi Gente Reposado. So it's the, the, the same tequila that is aged in the American white oak. And, and is, that, acacia. is that why we've got the difference in color? Correct. So correct. Like it is aged six months. Yeah. Slightly, mm, Heading towards a whiskey colour, a bit lighter than that. There is that oakiness on the nose. You will feel the woodiness. Um, Mm. Were these bourbon casks, can I ask? Uh, Yes. Oh, I see. You've nailed that, Paul. Like a whiskey nature to it. Indeed, yeah. 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 Jane? This is spicier to me than the previous one. Spicy, definitely. And um, more heat on it. But that's good. I'm liking it. I'm embracing it. And um, if I was sipping, because I like big 
flavours. Mm. That would be my sipping tequila. I liked the other one a lot. That would be my sipper. That would. Mm, perfect. Yes. Would you make that really cold? Would you have ice in it, or would you put that in the freezer? I like to have it neat. I I like the the the, the, the heat of it. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think it's it's to each his own. Some people like it chilled um, with a, a ice cube. Mm. I like it really neat and um, so taste the full flavors. Yeah. If we were making a margarita, yeah, which is now my top favorite cocktail. It used to be, uh, <laughs> well. Jane can tell you what and it used to be. It used to be a Negroni. She's used to be now Negroni. over to the sour I've side. I've gone over to the sour side. Um, <clears throat> I'm really enjoying margarita in the summer. Um, that sort of tequila with the lime, you know, that sort of, yeah, slightly, mm-hmm. it is slightly fruity to some extent. Yeah. Tiny bit of salt. I hate salt around the edge. It's too much. It's way too much. So I just put a tiny twist of salt in it. Yeah. I just think it's absolutely gorgeous. How would you make the best margarita ever <laughs> obviously be with Vivir tequila obviously, in your personal Vivir, opinion yeah, indeed, <coughs> indeed. Um, so if it's classic yeah I, I normally have sort of the double measure of, of a Blanco so Vivir Blanco tequila in there um, around about 30 mil of fresh lime juice yeah no it's got to be fresh has yeah. to be fresh yeah yeah and if you can get your hands on Mexican limes it honestly does make a difference wow. <laughs> it's not easy to do though um, and um, yeah a pinch of salt in there for sure um, loads and loads of ice tons of ice ice cold. ice cold it has to be ice cold yeah yeah I I tend to um, half rim as well with salt do you yeah because then you get the option whether you like you want it yeah. Like, yeah my yeah. wife loves the salt so do you put triple it. sec in yours uh, uh, which is that slightly orange uh, yeah or, so or not I some people on, on occasion I do so I, I kind of flip between a classic margarita and a Tommy's margarita quite often but I don't tend to put that much agave syrup, if any agave syrup, in my Tommy's as well, because I don't, I'm not a huge sweet person. Mm. Um, what I do occasionally put in though, if I want to be a little bit cheeky, is uh, tahine, which is uh, like a, a chili Mexican salt. Um, it's amazing. They use it a lot in food, but honestly, a little tiny sprig of that in. Elise is nodding her head frantically margarita. there. Give a bit of a hit. Yeah. Wow. Sounds very Sorry, Tommy's margarita is my favorite, but Susie, have you tried the Tigroni? No. Uh-huh. Please tell me what that is. Negroni is a Negroni with tequila. Instead uh-huh. of gin. Yep. Yes. Ooh. Right, next time you're around my house, Jane, we're going to have to give that a bit of a bash. <laughs> it's going to be our winter drink. You it could be a, Margie's that's in, in summer. And you Margie's winter. in summer. Yeah. And uh, oh, I'm going to try that. Thank Negroni. you for that tip. So shall we taste some of uh, Paul's uh, Vivier tequila? Uh, while Isabella's doing that for us, um, could you just tell us how, you know, did you found this all on your own? No, I've got a co-founder. You've got a nice co-founder. So we need to yes. mention. Yes, Nav, he, he deserves gonna, it. Yes, I know. He's going to be cross <laughs> otherwise. Yeah, we we, um, we used to work together and this was quite a while ago, sort of six or this seven Nav. years. Yes, Nav, yeah. Yes. Um, we worked together uh, more on the sustainability side of things, but we had this mutual love for tequila, which is one of the reasons we became friends, actually, because it was quite rare to meet someone that, one, liked tequila, <laughs> to be honest, and, and two, knew quite a bit about it. Um, and that's how we fell into the whole thing. Is yeah. I, I'm in this really rare situation as well where I'm actually allergic to a lot of tequila. So I purposely no didn't drink it before I sort of fell into the industry. Yeah, I, I didn't know the difference between poor quality tequila and, and good quality tequila at all until I, I went to Mexico to start importing agave syrup. Um, and I, I actually drank it by mistake the first time, quality <laughs> tequila, and, and fortunately was fine, didn't die. Um, and loved it. And, and that's how it became my drink. But mm. I... 
I purposely avoided all tequila. And, and when you think back six or seven years, especially, unless you're in a good taqueria or, or cocktail bar, finding good quality tequila was, was quite a hard thing. So that's the thing that triggered us actually to, to yeah. start our brand was – I, from a selfish point of view, I just wanted good quality tequila. I could have a drinking place. <laughs> Fair enough. Good enough reason to start a food business. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, yeah, that's Brilliant. how we got into it. So, this is your, um, which one's this it's one? Blanco. That's your Blanco. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, really nice. Slightly different from yours, Elise, actually. Yours right. has got a bit more vanilla hit, for me anyway. Right. Uh, but good. Would you recommend that? I really like, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Yes, it's Yes, yes, I, I feel um, slightly, the earthiness. Slightly and, yeah. different taste profile. A little though. saltier. Or yeah. A little mm. bit of... Yeah, I'd say that. Jane? I agree with that, but I get the sweetness as well just mm. at, at the beginning. Mm. Mm. Yes. But there's a good kick of the sort of alcohol flavour at the end, isn't there? AJ, is this curing you of your... Do you know it actually is? I feel you. like this is a sort of therapy for me. Yeah. Yeah. Being reintroduced <laughs> slowly Absolutely. into the world of tequila. Absolutely. Now, the next one um, I, I do have in my house, I admit, this is what I make my margaritas with. Do you want to just talk us through this one, Paul? Yeah, sure. So only because I can't get hold of yours, I'm going to be having a look at yours. <laughs> yes. Thank you. We'll be sending you bottles. Yeah. Oh, well, that's very kind. Still your um, competition. <laughs> <laughs> I, I presume we can get yours online, though, Elise, can't we? Yes, but we also uh, um, sell our bottles on Master of Malt, Selfridges, Hedonism. Oh, Great. Well, we'll uh, obviously do links to that. Paul, what have we got here? Yeah, so this is our, our Reposado tequila, um, which is our Blanco tequila that's aged for six months in, in ex-bourbon casks. Um, actually, Jack Daniels casks, that's what we use. Um, yeah, and it, it brings that slight, well, I'll let you guys think, uh, see what you, what you think yourselves, but I, I find it brings that slight sweetness to it. I, I should also add as well that um, we exclusively use Highland Weber Blue. So there tends to be two regions where you grow your agave in the Highlands or the Lowlands. Um, the Lowlands tend to be a bit spicier, a bit more fiery. Uh, you don't tend to grow them as long, whereas it takes us nine years to actually grow our agave. Uh, we're quite rare in the sense that we, so our distillery actually own their own agave fields as well, and we invest in them. So we're as close to owning our own agave as, as, as possible. Be. Yeah, yeah. And because we grow it for that additional part of the maturity, it's part of our sustainability efforts because we actually keep 5% allow it to flower for, for the wider ecology yep. of the area. But that that more mature sugar content starts to, to come through almost in that aging process. It comes to the forefront. So you get this like really nice hints of like vanilla and and almost sort of like, I would say like banana almost coming through. Mm. Yeah, so it's like your, your one there, isn't it, Elise? It's just suddenly getting more flavours and, and, and a slightly more complex. Yes, um, a, a lot of women like to say that it's a bit more complete, yeah. you know, of, mm. in terms of flavor. So it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking, looking to sip a drink mm-hmm. um, or if you're looking to make a cocktail. But you can also make really wonderful cocktail with a reposado. Mm. Jane, what, do, what are you getting there? Definitely oak influence. Vanilla yes, definitely. And, um, really coming through. This feels more as though it's got... <clears throat> To it. <laughs> it's a radio, you can't do that. <laughs> it's very visual, that, that grunt. was. <laughs> grunted. Mm. This is, um, it's just it's, got, it's more, got more of a bite to it from yeah. this one. This, it's more complex. Mm, definitely more complex. Now we're going to come to the one that is just, you can't get your hands on anywhere, ever. <laughs> uh, now, interestingly, I thought this would be slightly darker, Paul, but. Yeah, it's about it, the same colour as the other one. It's not far off the same colour yeah. as the other one, yeah. Um, why is this so different? And why is it selling out so much? So so this is aged for an additional year. So this is a year okay. and a half in, in the oak casks. And you definitely get that, that more 
that influence from the oak coming through. Mm. Um, we actually reach our, our cask slightly, so that 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 color, rich color, starts to come through in the repper side, and then kind oh. of. <laughs> this, is, this is a real sort of whiskey drinkers uh, tequila. Uh, I'm a big whiskey and bourbon fan as well. Uh, this is a real sipping tequila for sure. I'd say like one cube of ice with it. Um, bearing in mind, this probably happens sat in my car and it's quite a hot day. So, <laughs> yeah. But um, but you, yeah, you definitely get more of that complexity. The sweetness dies down. A bit more of the oak influence coming through. Uh, more maturity on the palate for sure. Um, but I just love this stuff. It's this is literally my first seven three months, so excuse me. How is it? <laughs> it's so beautifully balanced, this one. It really has a nice um, kind of interplay between the sweetness and the the punchiness of the real kind of alcohol mm. nature underneath. But it, yeah. it feels well. Mm. Elise, have you had this before? Yes, we actually have a Mi Gente Añejo that just came uh, out in the US um, last May. Unfortunately, we don't. We sold out also. It's obviously hitting, and, uh, the, hitting yes. the spot with lots of people. Yeah. We we haven't had, um, I think our bottles are arriving in, in October in okay. the UK. Yeah. We have a small batch arriving in October. I'll make sure to send you guys a bottle. <laughs> get, yeah. get in there, everybody. Get on the yes. websites quick. <laughs> Jane, um, comparable to whiskey, Paul say. I, I thought that. Immediately. Immediately, yeah. yes. Yeah. And then I drink it and you get, all these wonderful flavours and aromas and feel front, and then it just goes, and then it comes back just at the end. So it's almost going goodbye, yeah. and then oh, back to do another goodbye. So, <laughs> yeah. But what's really good is that it gives you a chance to think about it because it's slightly gone, yeah. And you think about it, and then it comes back. These for me definitely are things that I wouldn't put in a margarita because they're almost too nice in a way. But you should just sip them, shouldn't you? Don't you think? Right, I, I like sipping them, especially yeah. an añejo. Yeah, I would, you would, I would not do a cocktail with an añejo. No, no you know, I. It's a bit of a waste somehow. Right. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate how Jane talks about tequila. She reminds me of our maestra tequilera who speaks about tequila as po poesy, poetry, and. Um, <laughs> It sounds so She's always got a good face. Makes me travel just to listen yeah. to her. <laughs> okay, so I've ordered some mezcal, uh, which we should taste in a minute. I don't know which one to taste. I've got in front of me. What is mezcal, uh, Paul? What's the, what's the difference between this and tequila? So there's there's a number of differences. Um, firstly, is the region which you can get your agave from is yeah. wider. It's still confined. Um, the uh, the CRM, so the CRT is the governing body for, for tequila, and the CRM is the governing body for, for uh, mezcal that protects yeah. it. Um, the It's a wider region that you can actually grow your agave, and you can grow it from multiple strains as well. So it's around about 30 to 40, I believe, for mezcal. Um, there's probably a total of about three or 400 different strains of agave around that region, but, but that's what you have to use for, for mezcal. And also then the production's different. So instead of using uh, like hornos, like clay ovens that we use, uh, or autoclaves, um, they actually roast the agave in the ground still. Um, in the sort of the terroir itself, and so actually in the earth itself. That's it. Yeah, wow. yeah. Which tends to be smaller batch because of that reason, but it also is what gives it that that smokiness, that fieriness. Like you know how you have peaty whiskies. Mm. It's kind of that's. I always say the mezcal is like the peaty whiskey equivalent of the single malt world. Um, it's definitely that got that that sort of fire, that more like I guess traditional authenticity about it in a way well, let's, have a, um, let's have a little try because actually Jane specifically asked if she could taste mezcal <laughs> didn't you specifically I did I, did. I can't Thank say you. it's something I'm very familiar with actually 
Is it coming? Is it in fashion in the UK? At yeah, all? it's it's growing rapidly in in uh, popularity for sure, both in the UK and and America. I think from a base level, it's actually the one of the fastest growing spirits. Um, but the base is very very small, right? There's there's not that many people drinking yeah. mezcal yet, but but it's definitely on trend. And would you use it in a cocktail, or, or is that another sipping thing? I suppose it depends on the quality again. Yeah, the the big converter actually for mezcal at the moment is is mezcal uh, margaritas. Tends to be the big trend you see oh, okay. in places. Um, quite often they make it with a 50-50 blend between mezcal and a tequila, because um, I think mezcal can be slightly overpowering for, yeah. for a lot of people when they first try it. So they sort of half blend it. Um, it's exactly the same way a peaty whiskey is for a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. It's almost that your palate matures to, to a mezcal that's what we tend to find yeah. um i i mean i love this stuff i i drink a lot of it uh i'm i profess i don't know a huge amount uh, like well i know a fair bit but not as much as i know about yeah. tequila um and i'd like to learn more it's probably the first question we always get asked is is when are you gonna make a mezcal it's just like i can't i, I don't feel like i can do it justice yet like, yeah not yet it's yeah. way way down yeah. the line for us yeah but well well, it's definitely Lafroy, isn't it? It so is, smoky. absolutely. It's Lafroy Souchong in mm. mezcal form. And that's what I really love because I love peaty whiskies. I love Lapsang Souchong. I love smoked yeah. fish and smoked, um, smoked food. Yeah, so, so do I. So good. It, yeah. It's smoked crust, crust with the earth, isn't it? Mm. It's that sort of. Mm. It's a good. good At least you need to get yeah. into that. You need I, to do mezcal as well. We actually have a mezcal. <gasps> yes, Excellent. it's coming okay. out. It's, it's uh, called Tres Tribus. Tres Tribus, or Tree Tribes. It's um, coming out um, at the end of the year in the UK as well. Okay, fantastic. Um, and we have, so like Paul was saying, there's a f um, few different varieties. So we have a quish, which is a bigger plant. Uh, we have an espadine, which is a plant that is age, that we age, uh, that we use, uh, at, I guess that is a little more mature. Most of our plants for espadine is over 15, 14, 15 years old. So it you know, oh, really wow. old plant, and it's yeah, um, yeah. it's a wild harvest. So we get each plant from the forest um, in um, Nochetitlan, which is about two hours away from Oaxaca. It's mm. fantastic. So you see also the the smokiness and the authenticity. Um, drinking a mezcal makes you travel as well. I think you you really go into world almost. a different world yeah. absolutely yeah brilliant well thank you so much i've learned so much today as usual don't we jane oh yeah it. it's not been your thing i've talked tequila but no. i i do like it, it so i'm getting now. more and more it like it but mezcal for sure mezcal yeah. i love mezcal yeah. but um, i want to get more into tequila yeah have we cured you yeah do you think you'll have tequila now i i would have you this come around tequila. my house would you have a margarita now yeah Excellent. If it was made with one of these. No. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So um, thank you so much. I can't believe we're at the end of the programme already. So we've been speaking to Elise Som. Now, that's Mehenta uh, Tequila, and they've got all sorts of others on, on their website. So we'll make sure we do links for that. If you haven't had tequila, I'd give it a try. It's mm. not just about having cocktails. You could definitely have a gorgeous drink just with some ice in it. Um, so thank you very much, Elise. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. And Paul Hayes, I should get a discount because I'm, I'm always going up Waitrose and getting your thing. You need to get in there so I've got a bit more of a choice, Elise. Well, it's in discussion, but I'll let you know. <laughs> okay, very, know. very soon. Let me keep well, then, I'll, yes. then I'll fluctuate between the, the, the two. So that's Vivia. And um, again, we will uh, have links to the website. If you ever see the one that's got the black top, grab it. Do indeed because it's, it's not out there very often. So if it's on the shelf, quick get get one of those. Yeah. Uh, but 
different tequilas for for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And very pleased to see that uh, there's going to be some uh, mezcal uh, uh, being provided by you guys. Yes, we should have more of that in the in the UK. I think for sure. Thank you, Jane. Oh, pleasure. Well, wonderful to be here and to meet you too and to taste these yeah, how good. incredible tequilas and mezcals. And thank you, AJ. I'm glad we've cured you. Yeah, thank you. It's yeah. been good yeah. therapy for me today. Yeah, it's very good therapy. I'm glad we changed um, your mind about tequila. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> right. Absolutely, absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you've been listening to the Food Talk Show. As you know, we're syndicated radio stations across the UK and further afield, as well as being available on Audible, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes and the podcast app on your phone. Don't forget we're on the fabulous Eat Farm Now broadcasting platform and don't forget we're also on Podcast Radio. Mm. You need to go and visit Podcast Radio if you haven't done before. Uh, Again, thanks to AJ and Jane and we will be back very soon next week in fact. Uh, So don't forget if you want to listen to any of our hundreds of podcasts going back years and years and years foodtalk.co.uk Have a good week. Bye bye. 